0: Yeah, I'm sure it's quite busy for you lately, eh?
1: You know, with with music and kids, three kids, uh, I I I most of the time don't know what day it is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of bonkers.
0: But you, I got to tell you, you sound uh, you sound really happy, Don.
1: You know, right, honestly, that's that's the the key of all this, man. I've just been been really blessed with a, a great family. Everybody's happy, healthy, and you know, to have a career in music, you know, one can't complain. The fact that I get to do this is my full-time job. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I, I get to pursue my passions and, and get to go home at the end of the day to people that love me.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm lucky enough, I follow you on social media, and uh, you have a life just like any other. If you think a musician's life is all glamorous, uh, no, you have daily problems just like every parent, eh?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I try to make sure I'm, I'm real about that, too. You know, it's easy to kind of show the the real glitzy and glamorous side, which, uh, you know, I don't know if I have a lot of that, but, uh, you know, I think it's really important to, to take people on the authentic journey, especially those that you know, you want to kind of live the kind of life that you do is make make sure you show them that it's not all perfect and everything doesn't always... It's not always roses, but I think if you keep a healthy perspective, it's it's not it's not all terrible either.
0: You know, artists, it's a different world than uh, when, you, when maybe you started in music, not to date you or anything, but uh, social media has become so much more needed for artists, and it's almost like you have to put yourself out there and share all those kind of thoughts, whether it's music or life-related.
1: Well, first of all, Dave, you can date me anytime. Uh, <laughs> secondly... Uh, um, you know, it's true, man. Like, like I think people want to go on the journey with you as as an artist, as an individual. And, um, you know, I, I personally enjoy that part. I think, you know, as somebody who desires through my journey to connect with folks and, and really let them know that I care about them through music and, and my stories. Um, I think one of the ways that you can do that is take them, take them on the, you know, in, in a way on the intimate journey of your life. And, um, you know, I know there's some artists that, that protect that and keep that, you know, safe, safeguarded. And, uh, I'm just one of those kind of guys that's always been an open book, and uh, I think that's been to to my benefit and to my you know my audience's benefit too.
0: All right, so let's talk about the new song, "Morning Coffee," man. It is it is a great song. It's very you. It's upbeat. It feels good. It's like that bit of music that hits your soul, just like that morning coffee, and it just brightens up your day. Uh, when well, you f- when you first got the I recording first... back, what was it like to hear it, Don?
1: Well, you know, I, I first heard the song and I was like, I loved the lyric first of all. Morning coffee. I mean. Who doesn't love morning coffee? Maybe just crazy people, but I, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I know for uh, for me especially, I'm I'm a huge coffee lover, and so the lyric right away got me. I was like, I'm in, I got this. And um, working with Danic Dupel as a producer, and I mean, he is amazing. You know, for me, definitely uh, head above the rest in terms of people that I've worked with. I mean, I work with some amazing people, but he's really got his head in in, in the in the sound of what's coming out of Nashville because that's where he's based out of these days. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm really happy with this one, and, and hope people really dig it, too.
0: Uh, talking with Don Amaro here on Country 107 and the Steinbeck Online Podcast, uh, the new song Morning Coffee. We're going to play it coming up here in just a little bit. What's it like when, uh, you know, you put all that hard work into recording a song, and you know, you hear it all in pieces, piece by piece, and then that first time, you know, you hear it all together. What's that like?
1: Well, it is funny. It's funny because usually when I'm recording, I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. This is not going to sound good at all. Because, I mean, you know, you you got to put all the bells and whistles in there, and and especially when you're going for the big production, you know, and, and uh, like I said, Danik's just got an incredible ear and he knows what works. And uh, and so I put my trust in him. I, the first time I worked with him, I remember actually as we were doing the thing and, you know, I'm recording the same vocal for three hours for one song. I stormed out of the studio mad, being like, I, I don't know what to give this guy. And I and I walked out. And I've never done that before. And I think, you know, what it was is, you know, Danik is always pushing for the next level. And, and I think that, you know, for me, that was a real growing and learning experience because... Uh, I'd rather not keep, you know. I'd rather keep raising the bar, and I think Danik is a guy that's helping me do that. So um, it is a really interesting experience when you're doing that, and that when you finally get that final mix back, you're like, "Oh man, this is magic!" and and then you realize why guys like Danik are as good as they are, and what, why they're worth, you know, what they're worth because they they just know what they're doing.
0: What's it like to give up that kind of control and and have that kind of full trust in someone uh, after you believed in yourself for so long? <laughs>
1: Well, it's funny because I mean, when I first started this, it was like sort of that basement recording uh, sound, actually attic recordings, um, and and it was it was really rough, man. It was it was just me and a microphone and my laptop, and you can tell that it's just me and my microphone and a laptop. Um, whereas now, you know, working with all these guys that know, I, they, I mean, they're just way more gifted than I am in that world. Like I can do the basics, but you know, the, the you know, for me, it's like I've just learned to ride a bike, and they're already doing tricks, you know. So I just I trust them. In what they're doing, and and I, I believe that you know the strength of any you know great artist is, is people that are even greater around them, and I've been so blessed to have people like that in you know musicians that play with me and a team around me of management and agents and stuff like that. So it's I've just been really blessed to have producers that are exactly the same. They're, they're just you know eons above me in that, and I just trust the process and what they're going to do.
0: Talking with Donna Mero, uh, so just talking about that and, and and the people around you pushing you for young artists, for emerging artists that maybe want to get to where you are one day. Would you say, uh, you know, you want people around you that are not going to just be satisfied with what you think is the best? They're going to try and elevate you. Do you, do you should you tell uh, artists that you need those people around you?
1: I think so. I mean, if anybody's, if you're not being challenged, then you're being stagnant. You know what I mean? Then you're just staying in one place. And if you're in a good place that's not so bad. But I think, you know, I was literally just thinking about this this morning. Um, you know, it's really good to know your purpose. I think if you have a purpose in what you're doing, it can't just be about an end product, I believe. At least that's my perspective anyways. For me, it's always purpose-driven and intentional as to what I'm trying to do to help people through music and stories. And and I think then, um, then you're never happy with the status quo. You're never, I shouldn't say not happy, you're never content with just, Thing where you're at you always want to reach you know more folks with a good message and of hope and, and of love and of kindness and um that's always been my drive but i think if uh, if yeah if you're if you're on the way up and you're trying to figure this out know your purpose and surround yourself with people that challenge you
0: church music lover now morning coffee that is quite a lineup that you you've released for singles. Do you ever get nervous because "Music Lover" was such was such a big song, and it's def it's right up there with "Church" is one of my favorites. Uh, so for you, do you get nervous or are you excited when you release new singles to radio?
1: You know, I, like I think I think of them each as, you know, and, and a lot of musicians will say this. They're, like, they're each like children. and I love them all, but you know, I think I think where my head goes is the next one that's coming. I, I love a little bit more. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 the newest so I,
0: one is, is your favorite one.
1: <laughs> well, you know, just because you know you've lived the other ones a little bit, and, and I think it's always exciting to reveal that new thing into the world and hope that it's going to, you know, make an impact and resonate with people. And I think that's the exciting part is the unknown. I've always loved the unknown part of this industry of, of of the you know you never quite know what tomorrow holds, and and I think there's excitement in that. There's a little bit of nervousness in that, and I think if you if you keep a, again I said this once already today, but keep a healthy perspective. Um, then it's actually a really exciting and, and adventurous you know, sort of journey, and you don't have to worry too much about all the other things. I mean, is this the best song I'm ever going to release? I hope not. Is it the best song I've released so far? I hope so.
0: <laughs> I think that's a really great way of looking at it. Uh, let's get into some of the concert details of what you got planned in the spring and summer, but first I want to take us back to uh, the Grunthal show that you did uh, with Quentin Blair, Leanne Pearson, and there was a really cool thing. I was sitting in the bleachers watching the show, and you were just kind of walking around, like you were just soaking it all in, and and people would come up to you and talk to you, and you'd spend five, six minutes with someone just talking about life. Is that something that you've you've developed as you've gotten you know more experience in this business, where you've taken time to enjoy your surroundings and enjoy the people that come to listen to your music?
1: I think that's that's honestly a really important part of my my journey is is, is the fact that there's you know I didn't do this by myself. I've done this based on the support of so many folks you know like i've said the team around me but also the people that have come to shows and people that are buying cds and and still buying cds and uh and you know buying tickets to shows and i mean that's they are the people that i'm i i'm doing this for and so to not spend that time to go and connect with them that that feels like um you know uh the wrong way to go about this and i you know i'm i'm not in a position where i'm you know i've got a thousand people kind of you know get you know rip my shirt off or anything like that you know not yet anyways but um I, uh, I, you know, I feel like those moments are really about, you know, just keeping, again, uh, keeping a healthy perspective and just knowing that, you know, we're all just people. And um, I, I, I love that connection and the opportunity to kind of get sit and chat and meet with people. So, yeah. That's my been my. I think that's been really important to me.
0: And artists are kind of the same way because the like you're an experienced guy. You've been around for a bit. You you've seen the highs and you've been through the lows and and you've come out smiling. So do other artists kind of pick your brain as well when you're on the bill with them?
1: Um. Yeah. So you know. So so. I mean. I think again because we're all buddies. You know. Yeah. I, that's That's something I love about you know the music industry and particularly the country music scene. Everybody wants to do well, but everybody's really excited when somebody else is doing well as well. And, and I I think, you know, we're sitting around and, and backstage and we're sort of sharing our journey and sharing what we're, what's, what's happening in our lives. And I think we're all wanting to see each other do well. And, 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 you know, for me, at least, there's no, I don't hold any cards close to my chest. I feel like if there's something I can share with somebody else that's going to give
0: them a leg up in their career, too, I think that's that's something I want to do. All right, so let's get to uh, what you have planned for the spring and summer. What is on deck for Donna Merrill?
1: Yeah, I'm, so I got uh, right away a, a spring tour coming up. Uh, well, actually, it's the winter tour uh, in, in Saskatchewan. I got uh, ten dates uh, out there, ten days, and then uh, a couple of one-offs here and there in the summer. I'm going to be doing um, the Red River X here in Winnipeg. I also have um, Aboriginal Day Live, uh, which I think is uh, the, the announcement's coming out soon. So I may have. Announced it too early, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> and then um, I'm also uh, a couple the dates uh, going to be in um, Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. I can't wait for that one. Uh, and uh, it looks like a, a stop in Australia this year, so I'm really, really excited about getting
0: over there. Wow how did you uh, How did you get hooked up with uh, ending up in Australia? That's amazing.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, Australia is is a country uh, music loving audience already, and I mean the indigenous community there is is incredible and so there's been a lot of uh, interest for me, you know, and I, I just want to go there and meet folks there, but uh, also because I think just you know, serendipitously, the timing's lined up right now, the uh, uh, Indigenous Export Program with, through Manitoba Music is doing some work there, and um, so I'm looking forward to kind of get to doing that. I, I mean, I, you know, fingers crossed it'll all work out, so right now it's, uh, it's about a 90% chance of all that happening, so... Uh, uh, you know, definitely if people want to stay tuned with that, you will know, be sharing that through our socials and stuff. And it's easiest just to follow along with me on donamero.ca.
0: Uh All right, we'll wrap up with this. It's, it's one of my favorite uh, generic questions to ask artists and because uh, you always get unique perspectives. But, Don Amaro, uh you've traveled all across Canada. You've played music to many different venues. You're even going to end up in Nova Scotia and all the way to Australia. Uh, just to live a life of music and travel around the country and now around the world, uh, what does that mean to you, and, and what do you hope to uh, to leave as a message to those that get to see you uh, in the near future?
1: Mm. You know, the, the word that's coming to mind is privileged. Um, you know, I feel incredibly privileged to be able to do this. Uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that uh, have tried to make their way through the music industry, and, and they, they haven't been able to make a go of it. And I just feel like an incredible honor and privilege from the folks that support me to do this. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is for me is is I, I hope that when people come to a Don Amaro show or hear the music, that there's a a seed of, um, that's the word hope, you know, like that, 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 that's what they find with my music and with my stories is that it gives them the strength to carry on for another day. And, and, um, you know, I've had a number of people tell me when they hear my music that it, you know they feel this spirit or this soul in the music. And I, to be honest, man, that's, that's the, the highest compliment I've ever been given is just people that have been affected that way with the music and the stories. And, um, uh, I just hope that what I can offer
0: people is, is, you know, continue to
1: serve them with good music that makes them feel good about their lives and want to go out and be good to others as well.
0: Uh, Donna Merrow, I'm a fan of you as an artist and a, and a fan of you as a person. You're a terrific uh, guy for d- spending some time with us today. And uh, we'll follow along on social media and uh, we'll keep an eye on you. And thank you so much for doing this today.
1: The pleasure is mine, man. We'll talk soon.